guys, welcome to the second part of our topic this month, Sleep No More. Today we'll be going through your submissions and I am your host, Julia. I'm Lillian. And I'm Yui. So let's dive right into the submission post. The first one goes, I have a really f***ed up sleep schedule where I would fall asleep the moment I get home and wake up consecutively every three hours. It's been like that since three years ago and I have no idea how to change. And we're actually going to read a second submission post that relates to this uh, since it all concerns sleeping schedule, which obviously plays an important part in our day-to-day life. It goes, I sleep the first thing I get home. It's really problematic because when I wake up, I don't feel like doing anything. This probably sounds trivial, but it's really affecting my life. Help. And this comes from the username, the slept monster. Okay, um, so first addressing the sleep the first thing you get home thing if you listen to our first episode our guests talk about how you uh, naps shouldn't go over 20 minutes so we really don't suggest you to sleep right after you get home because that could actually seriously mess up your sleep cycle something to solve that problem would probably be you know taking a shower or exercising or eating something to energize you and prevent you from falling asleep or, like, yeah. even if immediately after you get home, you're very tired and you, like, just feel like you have to sleep, it might help to, like, even just drink some coffee. Because mm-hmm. coffee, like, the caffeine would usually wear off by the time you're actually supposed to go to sleep, so it would actually help motivate you to do work. No, I do agree with, like, the point Julia brought up about, like, drinking coffee, like, when you get home if if it's necessary like if you feel like absolutely needing to sleep because i used to have that problem too but now my sleep schedule is really normal i sleep at like 11 and wake up at 5 um because uh at first i i really wanted to sleep when i could get home and i was also stuck in that same loop the first submitter was in so i mm-hmm. drank like energy drinks the moment i got home and it, that kept me up to like 10 and I went to sleep at like a normal pace and then my life just kind of like automatically like I guess rounded itself out so now I have a normal sleeping schedule so I feel like that actually works right but also don't drink too much or or like get addicted because uh that's probably not like for some people it's probably not healthy in the long term you know yeah you, for sure for like, sure if you, well, it's not healthy for anyone yeah if you to get rely addicted. too much on it but if it gets you out of the cycle then sure mm-hmm. definitely not just um you know drinking energy drinks like i remember lillian doing like workouts oh yeah because i remember we had a lecture from a teacher or something and then he talked about how when you're tired don't nap and instead go work out because that'll really get like chemicals in your brain firing <laughs> And that's supposed to help you from uh, falling asleep, yeah. All right, so moving on to our next submission. I've been having trouble sleeping ever since my father passed away two years ago. I've always been a heavy sleeper, but the process of me falling asleep is extremely difficult. Every night I lay down and it's like a ping pong ball in my head just bouncing around and I can't fall asleep. There's so much problems going on in my life that every time I close my eyes, all I see are these troubles. I do not expect you guys to understand what it feels like to be in my position because you probably never will, but I just really needed to get this out. Falling asleep sometimes is even just painful to think about. Yeah, I think um, Okay. I think I can relate to the not wanting to fall asleep part. I mean, you know, insomnia stuff. But I think that would be understating your problem because you're actually going through some actual mental struggles. Mm-hmm. And I'm very sorry for your loss. 
honestly, we are like really not qualified to be telling you what to do in this situation because obviously we're not professional and this is kind of a big issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you need actual help getting over it, especially because this is like, what, two years ago, getting a therapist would really help. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you can't afford a therapist, however, um, it's always good to talk to someone you're close to, whether it's people that are going through the s- similar things in your life or, you know, just a close friend that can help too. Yeah. And also, like, just addressing the falling asleep part, listening to podcasts and noises or turning off your phone and computer before sleep, like around half an hour before sleep actually helps a lot with, you know, just stream of consciousness and thoughts oh i have a suggestion um there's this i think series of video uh like i think it's like a show it's called joe para talks you to sleep (laughs) i think it's on hbo where it's just this comedian that talks in a very soothing voice i really enjoy that it actually does help me sleep all right i'll Mm -hmm. check it out also also like there are a lot of podcasts on spotify that also, mm-hmm. you know, helps with the sleeping stuff. Oh, yeah, and white noise apps works, too. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, next one. Um, I've been sleeping five-ish hours a day, and I think it contributed to my relapse and self-harm issues, but I don't know how to stop or sleep earlier. I feel like uh, what you're going through is obviously very tough. Um, it's always very important to prioritize mental health, so... If you think that this is really affecting you and your mental health, then going to like a professional, as we previously mentioned, would probably be like suitable in this situation. Yeah, and I think if the reason you're sleeping late is because of like schools and study, because I personally think nothing is more important than like your personal well-being. So honestly, I would just say give up on the homework and like sleep. Because it's obviously already affecting your person. So, Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, I honestly don't think that studying is that important if it's affecting you this much. And also in our um, official account interview, our guest, which is a sleep expert, mentioned that the amount of hours you sleep is actually really correlated with your mental well-being and how, like, you know, your brain process emotions. So I think in a lot of ways they can kind of like directly cause mental issues if you sleep too little. Yeah. So really prioritize your mental health would be our suggestion. Uh, anyways, hope you solve your problem. Next up, we have two submissions uh, that is, again, with similar topics regarding dreams. The first one goes, uh, recently I keep having really bloody and violent dreams of me murdering people or getting murdered in a very gory way. I honestly don't know if it represents my current mental state or what, but it's been kind of freaking me out. And the second submission goes, One night I literally dreamed of sucking my dad's dick, and I haven't even come out to my parents yet. This and other experiences led me to really hate myself and feel depressed. Okay, so when we were talking with our team about this, the first thing is... When you have traumatizing dreams, always realize that you can't control your dreams and they almost never reflect your real life. They don't always make sense. So, you know, don't hate yourself on your dreams because there's nothing you can control in your dream. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if this is beyond just sleep, you know, if this is about like your identity or something like sensitive, then 
um, you should really look into it because, like, obviously a lot of yeah, this yeah, affects yeah. us in, like, multiple factors. Yeah, and about the second submission, um, if the part that is stressing is stressing you out and leading you to hate yourself and feel depressed is the part that, like, you haven't come out to your parents, you should go check out our previous episode regarding... Sexual uh, What is it called? Right, sexual identity and gender orientation and yeah, things. Okay. Oh, and also a thing that really helps me when I have, you know, like violent or traumatizing dreams is I will tell my friends about it or like people I'm close with. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, moving on, our next submission goes, really don't know why that is, but probably because some really shitty things happened last summer in two consecutive days and kind of ruined my whole summer holiday and part of my life but since then i've been having some low-key panic attack not exactly panic attack moments that just makes me all tightened up and stressful and literally cannot sleep the whole night like my heart just felt like it would not stop accelerating and then some thoughts that most likely popped up due to the things last summer just kept hovering over my mind and it's re- uh, it's just really annoying to not be able to wipe them out of my head because it's not even insomnia it's just me overthinking when it's like half past three and then my overactive brain not wanting me to get some profound sleep but yeah that's it um submitted by our the user lady Macbeth. nice shakespeare reference i can see like like you can kind of tell the overactive brain thing from the really really complicated sentence (laughs) true that i mean we don't know what happened last summer but sounds pretty (laughs) intense bro i think it definitely will help if you talk to someone about it get closure probably because it seems like it has been happened it happened for a pretty long time and it depends on like how frequent you think about it if it's every night then it you definitely need to get some help or at least consider talking about it or else it's probably really going to affect your mental health as well as your sleep cycle honestly i think this also like overactive brain thing Another thing that would help would honestly be like meditation because it like calms your brain down and it quiets your whole body. So then it would be easier for you to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yoga. It's like just the most general advice. Yeah. For anyone who's like anxious or like can't sleep because they're very stressed out it would be honestly meditation and like yoga. And also. Or like listening to white noises. It's. Yeah, uh, uh, also, like, this may sound very obvious, but, um, like, I'm also, like, an overthinker. I overthink everything that happens to me, like, every single day. And um, I'm not trying to, like, undermine your problem, but I found found out that, like, it is actually possible for one to, like, control what you think about. So, like, if you can, like, try your best to... If this is really stressing you out, that is, like, try your best not to, like, focus your energy on this, but, like, to, like, divert, like, your brain on something else. But, like, this is just, like, you know? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Or, like, just find some distractions. Start listening to, like, um... Oh, I I do this thing where I listen to a stupid TV show while falling asleep, so I don't like my brain doesn't think about oh, anything. Yeah, I it do just that listens too. to the stupid TV show while I fall asleep. I do that too. But also, the office. Like, very, um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, the office, like Parks and Recs, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. yeah, but 
But also, right. I feel like if it's a an actual chronic problem that you haven't solved yet, distracting yourself probably won't, you know, solve the problem. So I still suggest you to yeah. maybe confront the problem, whatever it is. Yeah, like do yeah do something that uh, for you to actually put the problem behind you, so that you don't have to constantly be processing this mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next submissions. For this one, we actually grouped four submissions together because they're all about school and sleep deprivation. I'm just gonna read them together. Okay. The first one. I've been suffering from sleep deprivation over months. This causes my anxiety and other shitty moods every day, plus the AP, ACT, and other things. I can't sleep for a long time and always wake up because nightmares. Lately, the longest time I had for sleeping is five hours. Are there any advice to improve the sleeping situation? Thanks. The second one is, I binge eat when I study late at night and cannot control it. It's just so hard to keep everything under control when you routinely sleep for only four hours a week. I feel bad about myself, but I cannot stop. And of course, nor can SHSID if only not making it worse. I would view this as a cry for help. Thanks. The third one is, if you are a teacher and you tell your students to sleep early despite giving them a frick ton of work, frick you. <laughs> the last one, freshies. Remember how a junior came over to talk about APs and he was like, sometimes I sleep for two hours a day. And the teacher was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's what you have to deal with if you do APs. Because I think about that a lot. Yeah, I mean, um, I do relate to that sometimes. Yeah. For me, it's like, I usually won't do homework until like 3 or 4 a.m. Because I don't think that's worth my, you know, me sacrificing my mental health and physical health over it. So usually what I do is just I would sleep at around 11 or 12. And the next day, I'll just wake up early. Or if I can't wake up early, I'll do my homework during lunchtime or break time or even like on the bus, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite thing. Um <laughs> the um uh, this girl sits next to me on the bus and she never does any homework at home and she gets so much work done on the bus it's amazing and honestly i think uh if you're struggling with doing to- homework at home it would be very helpful to like take some of the time to actually sleep and when you're actually energized you can spend the next mm-hmm. day at school doing homework uh, and if, if if this problem is not just that like um you have problems at home doing homework like um, something that you can control like because of the homework um, there's actually a bunch of homework that you can't physically possibly finish it I would advise you to talk to your teachers because they're actually pretty lenient on stuff like this like if you approach them like nicely and tell them that like this has been affecting you a lot like physically mentally then um, in at least from what I've heard, like most teachers are lenient on that. And it would also be better to have like this right. healthy relationship, like open mindset with your teachers, other than like internalizing this the stress by yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't don't like convert stress from homework on t- into hatred to your teachers or school. Cause, <laughs> Cause like while some of it like does make sense and is reasonable, having a really bad mindset when you're doing homework really doesn't help with the stress and sometimes it may make you much less efficient but i guess adopt a healthier mindset i don't know if you can do that but obviously don't force yourself to do all the work if you if it's really like impacting your health another thing i wanted to talk about is for me a period of time i had this mindset where i would think okay 
I'm gonna sleep at 2 a.m. today. And then a lot of times I would like purposely not do work until like 10 and then start doing stuff after that time because I know that I'll sleep at 2. Yeah, that really messes up your sleep cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I relate to that. And also yeah. I really wanted I to do touch like upon how like as society works in general like not about our school but about like the students that attend the school and like i feel like there's weirdly like a cultural obsession here to like talk about when you sleep as like a sense of accomplishment like the people go uh, a lot of people i know would say something like oh i've only slept like two hours yesterday and even though it's true like a lot of people say that in a way that's like oh i've done so much work but I feel like sometimes yeah, like that can be really toxic. Yeah, like flexing the uh, the 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 amount of sleep you're not getting, the amount of work yeah. they did. And I feel like that is like not not that it applies to everyone, but it's definitely a problem. And I feel like a lot of teachers oh, do yeah. say that say that too, not because they want to stress you out, but because they want to uh, like kind of like you scare you a little bit so that you would do your homework the moment you get home but i feel like they're doing it out of good intention so that you would finish before like it's actually that late and sleep earlier so i feel like if we all viewed this as like an encouraging thing other than discouraging thing that would be a lot better for us mentally yeah and i think we should stop normalizing late sleep yeah i know know. i agree yeah not cool like either it's bragging about how much you sleep to people who are like struggling with sleeping or bragging about how much you're not sleeping it's just toxic like we should just all recognize that people have their own schedules and Mm. yeah okay moving on yeah uh the submission goes i missed the time back when i was in society and had a quote-unquote healthy sleep schedule I used to be one of those people who would sleep at 11 and wake up at 6 every day regularly, and my friends would wonder how I managed it with all the classes I took. It's been some time since I graduated, and my sleep schedule has become increasingly random. I really can't keep it in check without the fear of teachers waking me up in class if I fell asleep. (laughs) I still wake up at 6, that probably won't ever change lol, but I sometimes fall asleep at 6pm and sometimes at 5am. The mental health medication I take has the side effect of insomnia. As a result, I sleep very little for a few nights and then fall asleep for a long time when I can no longer manage. I hate my bipolar disorder. I want my sleep schedule back and my emotional stability back. Okay, so it might be a good idea to consult your doctor or like ask if there's an alternative medication you can take. If the side effects are like... Um, contributing to your bipolar disorder it would be helpful to you know ask your doctor about it Mm -hmm. and if like i assuming if you're doing zoom and that's why like it's very hard to keep up with the sleep schedule um in our first part of sleep no more we asked our specialist about like zoom meetings and she said that of course like having irregular cycles can be harmful but um you have to create environments like in the morning that feels like it's at night so like closing your curtains and like turning all lights off which can really like help improve the quality of your sleep like i'm I'm not sure if this applies here because i'm just assuming that you're doing zoom but for any college students that are listening uh that would be like something 
you should consider doing. Right, and another thing is, we talked about this during the meeting before, that emailing professors might help, because especially considering, you know, if you have medication or, like, side effects going on, I'm sure emailing them would definitely help, and I think they'll understand your situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Does sleep cycles actually work? I tried sleeping in multiples of 90 minutes, but I still feel tired AF. Okay, Julia, psych student, would you like to um, explain what <laughs> this person means? So, the theory is that people sleep in cycles from uh, non-REM to REM, and where REM is like a deeper level of sleep, and the theory is that if you wake up during a lighter level of sleep, it's easier for you to wake up and you feel like more refreshed after. Um, the problem with this is that if you're only sleeping like two cycles, uh, that would mean you're only sleeping like two, three hours, not very, not a very long time. So I think that could be the case here to just generally like get more cycles in to sleep longer. But also, like, like sleep cycles, they're a little different for everybody. So it would still be more useful for you to, like, find your own schedule to sleep to. Yeah, I think that is... Like, do what works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That concludes our submission episode. We mainly focused on expert advice in terms of how to get better sleep. So if you really want help go check out our official account article as well as the first episode we recorded with our guest uh, in this episode we mainly focused on you know like school stress and uh, dreams etc in terms of that always prioritize sleep it's really important in terms of your mental health and physical health so if you have you know a lot of schoolwork, just make sure you get your time managed and you know don't stay up too late in order to do homework Thank you guys so much for your submissions and for further uh for future episodes remember to send your submissions or questions at www.bananaheads.club/soapbox. Thank you. Uh thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.